All right, so it's time to rock. As the old saying goes, TikTok, time to rock. Let's go. And um, I have to talk about Lizzo. I thought I was done, but it seems that this there's a lot about this woman that is real deep. All right. Andrew Tate type of deep. But let's get into it. All Talk Radio, live in 4K. All right. some stunning allegations against singer Lizzo, why some of her backup dancers are suing. Now, Lizzo is known as a champion for various causes, and one of them is uplifting women who are overweight. Well, three dancers on her reality show are now suing Lizzo for harassment, weight shaming, and more. KCAL's Jeff Nguyen spoke with two of them and their attorney. I'm so new to this industry, and for this to be my first experience is really crazy. Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams were both on Lizzo's Amazon Prime show. The pair also went on tour with a Grammy Award-winning artist whose real name is Melissa Jefferson. Davis says she was pressured to attend sex shows in Europe even though it was against her religious beliefs. If, to be honest, this was a corporate office and she was... Okay, my thing is this, right? Um, you want to get into the entertainment industry. That really isn't a place for somebody who has strong religious beliefs. It's not, unless your beliefs fits the entertainment industry. Yours don't, so you can't expect them to change for you. And some of this has to be a life lesson. I'm sorry to say, because you can't be like, oh, well, this doesn't fit my religious beliefs, but... It's like I want to like you want to work at a strip bar like, oh, you know, this I'm religious. This offends me. OK, find somewhere else to work. Doing exactly the same thing that she was doing on tour. Immediately, that would be so many H.R violations on tuesday the dancers and their lawyer filed a lawsuit against lizzo the star's production company and shirlene quigley who's the captain of lizzo's dance team quigley posted to instagram the same day the suit was filed but did not reference it directly and i just feel so blessed i feel so thankful i feel so full of joy i had such an amazing time on tour the dancers say they were subjected to a hostile work environment that included weight shaming and unequal pay William says she's speaking out because Lizzo is set to do a second season of her Amazon Prime show. So if there's anything that I can do in my power to ensure that dancers or singers or whoever decides to work with her don't have to go through that same experience. My thing is this, like I said, I mean, you guys kind of knew what you guys were getting into. I mean... I don't, I don't think what she did was right. I definitely don't think, but I, um, I'm just saying you guys could have left at 
any time. All right. Hold on a second. Yeah, uh, Chaos, I just dropped the link. Hold on a second. Give me a minute. second they thought because she fed the game changed <laughs> man it, it uh, I, I they lizzo i don't know what to say man i mean let me read you i'll read you some things when chaos gets on here let me get to the article real quick because that uh that article had me um have me looking at Lizzo a different way, all right? We're going to get into these court documents, all right? That's what we're going to get into right after we read the article. Chaos, let me know if you're there. All right, hold on one second. Okay, so chaos, you in there? Go into mission here till he gets on. gets on i'm gonna just continue all right okay so lizzo is accused of running a sex trafficking ring as dancers Reveals she forced him to perform 
you know, Coniglius on hookers, basically. She uh, had them put their mouth where, where it didn't belong. Give me a minute. Hold on a second. Okay, so we back. All right. So this is how we're going to just roll through this. All right. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, they compromise their beliefs for money. You have to worship the goat and be a pansexual to be at Lizzo's level. They don't even need you to be talented. Just be influential and speak their agenda, and they will make you more famous. Yeah, it's not about talent anymore. It's about, are you willing to obey the new world order? That's what it's about. You got to be willing to obey. All right. But um, I'm going to just keep going. Lizzo has been accused of running a sex trafficking ring by three former backup, backup dancers who alleged that the far-left singer forced them to perform Kalinglis on prostitutes. Plaintiffs Irina Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez claim in a 44-page lawsuit that Lizzo and her team 
regularly raped, sexually assaulted, and imprisoned and physically abused the girls over the course of years. Liz herself pressured plaintiffs and all her employees to attend outings where nudity and sexuality were a focus point, disregarded any apprehension from plaintiffs, the suit reads. The work environment would shock the conscience of anyone as it did for plaintiffs. And for war reports in one disturbing account, the plaintiffs alleged that while on Lizzo's special tour to Amsterdam in February 2023, the portly performer invited them out for a night on the town, which ended with them visiting the infamous red light district known for sex shops and clubs and sex theaters featuring full nudity. At that point, things quickly got out of hand. The lawsuit states Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching nude performers, catching dildos launched from performers' vaginas and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. Lawsuit states adding that Lizzo allegedly pressured and goaded Davis into touching one of the nude performers' breasts. The plaintiffs claim that just a month later, Lizzo 35 deceived them once again into attending a nude show, therefore robbing them of the choice not to participate, the document states. Davis also claims in the lawsuit that one at one point, she had no choice but to soil herself on stage during an excruciating re-audition, fearing the repercussions of excusing herself to go to the bathroom. Eventually, Lizzo um, fired Davis on the spot after learning Davis had recorded one of their meetings, even though it was meant to have a copy of the notes the artist provided. Rodriguez resigned shortly thereafter out of solidarity for Davis and the disrespect Lizzo allegedly showed towards her. Davis also alleged that Lizzo, who recently had a meltdown over disparaging comments about her excessive weight on Twitter, fat-shamed her in meeting while asking Davis why she seemed less committed and less bubbly and vivacious. It's kind of hard, I mean, to kind of feel bad, you know, it's kind of like you guys signed up for this. I mean, I don't agree with everything that was done. I don't. Okay. But at the same time, this is the entertainment industry and it, they're giving it in plain sight that what they, what they're about. Okay. And the fact is you kept putting up with the abuse. All right. You could have left. You could have gone to your hotel. You could have gone, you know, gone home. You could have quit. All right. In professional dance, a dancer's weight gain is often seen as that the dancer is getting lazier, worse off as a performer. The suit reads, Lizzo and the choreographer's questions about Miss Davis' commitment to the tour were thinly veiled concerns about Miss Davis' weight gain. How could you weight body shame a woman when you're the same target yourself okay that's the thing all right the plaintiff attorney ron zambrano called out lizzo's hypocrisy in a blistering statement the stunning nature of lizzo's of stunning nature of how lizzo and her management team treated her their performance seems to go against everything lizzo stands for publicly while privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal, but absolutely demoralizing, Zabrazo said. Davis and Williams are among the 13 contestants on the Emmy-winning Lizzo Watch Out for the Big Girls, which debuted on Amazon last year. Okay. Let's see. Lawsuit. 
Okay, let's see. All right, I'll just get a click here. All right. All right, hold on a second. Sorry, guys. One, one second. One second. fix something I'm trying to get All right All right, here we are, people. Here we are. Okay, so we're going to go to page. This is where it really gets deep, okay? All right. Here it is, okay? Page 13. 
Here we are. Okay. As it turns out, Lizzo had planned a night out in Amsterdam's notorious red light district, known for its abundance of sex, theater sex, sex shops and clubs and bars where nudity is on full display. The main event of the night was a club called uh, Bennett Bar, where patrons are allowed to interact with completely performers when plaintiffs express misgivings about the plans for the night. Shatwa stated it was too late to get to back out because she had already sent Lizzo the head count for the evening. Again, feeling the looming pressure of job security should the plaintiffs abstain from attending, the plaintiffs reluctantly went along for the evening. But I'm saying, you know, in this situation, it just shows that you'll have some women that are willing to compromise their beliefs. Um, they're willing to compromise their security for money. If you have the right amount of money, a woman will sacrifice her security. Okay. And unfortunately, that's that's how it is. Hate to say it, but you know, the right woman will fold and she will go through. Look at these IG models that go to Dubai and they get used as a portable as a porta potty for these rich men. And they also do a lot of things that if they were done in America, they'd be registered offenders. After Miss Davis briefly touched the performer's breast, the group burst into laughter. Miss Davis Bashley laughed along, trying to hide how uncomfortable this interaction made her. Her efforts to conceal her discomfort were apparently unsuccessful. As on separate occasions, BGBT management in attendance, as well as Lizzo's security team, asked Miss Davis if she was okay. Miss Davis replied kind of to one request and to no to another. In addition to pressuring an unwilling Davis into interacting with a new performer, plaintiff and all in attendance were unable to avoid witnessing Lizzo's incredibly public displays of sexual affection with her boyfriend. At one point, the couple exuberantly took Shantua and two members of the band, which performed with Lizzo on a tour to a back room before entering or returning sometime later. Upon her return to the main club, Lizzo began to pressure a member of her security team to participate in the night's of debauchery. Lizzo badgered the security guard to get on the stage. Here we go. Gets ugly. To get on the club stage until she until he had uh, submitted to her demands. When he got on the stage, his pants were pulled down, exposing his buttocks. Lizzo then began yelling, take it off, while a club performer hit the security guard with whips. Wow. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> She's trying to do Fifty Shades of Grey. This is wild. She's trying to do that. And humiliate somebody that's supposed to protect her. That's, I don't know, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of, I don't know, Andrew Tate-ish, Harvey Weinstein-ish, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, she didn't think there was going to be a possible lawsuit, what could happen if she did that. I'm just saying, this is uh, a lot of risky things here. 
things that could possibly uh, get her in some serious trouble. Anyway, let's keep going. Plaintiffs were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. On or about March 5th, 2023, after performing in Paris, France, Lizzo again invited the dancers out. She told them they were going to go to Crazy Horse, a place where there would be live dancers performing and they would be able to learn something or be inspired to by the performance. What Lizzo failed to mention when inviting the dancers to the performance was that it was a nude cabaret bar. Not until the curtain opened and nude women began to dance on the stage did plaintiffs know what they were in for. Not only were the plaintiffs under the same pressure as before to go out with Lizzo after the performance, but this time the fact they would be attending a show where nudity was prominently featured was hidden from them, making them completely surprised when the curtain was drawn and nudity was yet again to display. While the show at Crazy Horse was artful and nowhere near as uncomfortable as the outing at Benham Bar, plaintiffs were shocked that Lizzo would conceal the nature of the event from them, robbing them of the choice to not participate. On or about March 9th, 2023, the dance team submitted the request to, L to BGBT and Lizzo for a retainer of 50% of their weekly tour rate to ensure they would be paid for their time while on break from touring since BGBT and Lizzo strongly prefer the dance cast not to take on jobs during these breaks. On or about March 16, 2023, the last show of the European leg, the special tour was played. Before the show, BGBT account Ashley Joshi hereafter refer, referred to a Miss Joshi sent an email responding to the dancer's retainer request. In the email, Ms. Johnson often offered a retainer of 25% of the dancer's weekly tour rate, exactly half of what the dancers requested. Additionally, Ms. Johnson took opportunity to scold the dancers for unacceptable and disrespectful behavior while on tour, stating that it was cause for termination. Nowhere in the email did Ms. Johnson explain what she or BGBT deemed unacceptable or disrespectful. Only the dance cast comprised the full-figured women of color were ever spoken to in this manner, giving plaintiffs the impression that these comments were charged with racial and fatphobic anonymous. The email, this email marked the beginning of a strained relationship between the dancers and management. Plaintiffs and their fellow dancers were blindsided by the allegations of, of the email and requested a meeting with Kevin Bryser, hereafter referred to as Mr. Beesler. Mr. Beesler initially agreed to meet, but when he arrived for the meeting, Mr. Bisa simply stated he had no time to talk with the dancers, even though he had devoted ample time to discussions with the musicians and vocalists performing on tour the, that same day. Mr. Bisa promised that he would make time to talk with the dance cast over Zoom regarding the cast concerns, but never followed through. The dance performed that night and then returned to the United States shortly thereafter. Back in the United States, the dancers were once again placed on soft hold and unable to take on other jobs. But you had a time to leave. That's my thing. I don't I don't get it. You had time to leave. Okay? You could have left. All right? 
you had a chance to get out of hell free. All right. That's what you could have done. But they didn't take it. So what I'm seeing here is uh the thing is you guys just took it out for money. Money was the motivation to put up with. Now we're seeing racism. You're putting up with racism that you don't even have to put up with. And you you it went so far as to be pressured to put your lips on a place that you didn't want it to be, you know, didn't want your lips to go. It's really sounding like this is self-inflicted. Okay. Shows were not due to resume for over a month. Fortunately, on or about April 4th, 2023, the dancers and BGBT were able to agree to a 50% retainer. Unfortunately, despite the advances the dancers made in obtaining a retainer, it became clear that BGBT's management began to lash out at the dancers. Specifically, BGBT management treated the black members of the dance team differently than other members of BGBT's management team, consisting of mostly all. Of almost entirely of white Europeans who often accuse the black members of the dance team of being lazy, unprofessional, and having bad attitudes. Not only do these words ring familiar as tropes used to disparage and discourage black women from advocating for themselves, but the same accusations were not levied against dancers who are not black. Sounds to me like you guys, you know, didn't you seen this happening to you? Okay, this is the mainstream media. Okay, you went in there being accepted in Hollywood because you have bad attitudes. You accepted the, the uh, how you say, you accepted the stereotype to be in Hollywood. Okay. And this is how they treat you. It's a plantation. Lizzo stands for this. I mean, but like I said, you had you had an out. Shows weren't happening within a month. Go find a job. Quit. Say, listen, um, I don't want to do this anymore. That's it. You didn't have to put up with Uncle Ruckus in a female body. You did not have to put up with it. All right. All right, where am I now? On or about April 20th, 2023, the dance cast was re was scheduled for an eight-hour rehearsal. Near the end of the rehearsal, Lizzo arrived and called the dance cast together for a meeting to address the rumors of unprofessionalism. During this meeting, Lizzo also stated that the dancers were not performing up to par and repeatedly accused the dancers of drinking alcohol before shows, even though the dance cast had never partaken in such practice. Lizzo then stated all the dancers would be required to re-audition for their spots. And if Lizzo was dissatisfied with their performance, at the end of the day, the dancers would be fired and sent home. What followed was excruciating re-audition, which the dancers repeatedly ran through the entire 90-minute show. What was supposed to be an eight-hour rehearsal 
was extended to almost 12 hours. You had so many outs. You had so many outs. I don't, the re-audition was brutal as the dancers were not allowed to uh, allowed a break. During the run-through of the show, Miss Davis felt she needed to excuse herself to use the bathroom. However, she was afraid if she left the stage at any point during the audition, she would be fired. Miss Davis was pressed as long as she could until she eventually lost control of her bladder. Still fearing the repercussions of exiting the stage during the run-through, Miss Davis remained on stage dancing in soiled clothes until there was a brief segment of the show where the dance cast was not part of the on-stage performance and were allowed to a short break. Miss Davis was... Hold on a minute. Okay, you're here. Awesome. Second. Second, second. What's up, man? All right, three? Yeah. You good now? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Oh, good. All right. Let me, let me mute this a second. Yeah. All right. Um, damn. Keep talking. Let me just mute myself. Um, I'm trying to get my mind straight. You know what I'm saying? Before I go in on it. Um, read, continue read the article before I stay. Yeah. I don't. Miss Davis was utterly embarrassing. Had hurried backstage to change into clean clothes. Unfortunately, the only clothing available to Miss Davis was a see-through garment provided by the wardrobe department, making her feel exposed and even more embarrassed. I don't know what you're a backup dancer for a very sexual person. What do you think there was going to be there for you to wear? Miss Davis was required to finish the rehearsal dancing in front of the male crew members who were known to sexualize dancers, unless uh, I'm sorry, under less revealing scenarios while wearing completely transparent shorts and no undergarments. After rehearsal was finally over, nothing was said to the dancers, but they were left with the impression that they were to show up the next day. On or about April 21st, 2023, Lizzo called another meeting with the dancers to cast to reiterate that none of their jobs were safe. Once again, Lizzo mentioned that drinking alcohol before the show was prohibited. As this accusation was not based in any sort of reality, Miss Williams raised her hand and asked to speak. Miss Williams went on to rebuke Lizzo's accusations of drinking on the job, stating that the dancers had never drank alcohol to the shows. <clears throat> Miss Quigley immediately supported Miss Williams, confirming that the dancers had never drank before shows. Lizzo mockingly responded, well, if you're not, then good for y'all then stated that maybe the accusations of drinking before shows were on account of dancers' poor performance. From this moment, the tension between Lizzo and BGBT management and Miss Williams was palpable. On or about April 21st, 2023, Miss Davis was called into private meeting with Lizzo, the choreographer Tanisha Scott. Here and after Miss Scott, Lizzo and Miss Scott questioned whether Miss Davis was struggling with something as she seemed less committed to her role. On the dance cast, Lizzo and Miss Scott pressed Miss Davis for an explanation why she seemed less bubbly and vivacious than she did prior to the tour starting. In professional dance, a dancer's weight is often seen as dancers getting lazy or worse off as a performer. Lizzo and Miss Scott questions about Miss Davis' commitment to the tour were thinly veiled concerns about Miss Davis' weight. Okay. Miss Davis stated that she was dealing with personal issues, but did not, nor would she ever let it affect her work. In fact, not only had Miss Davis' performance as a dancer not slipped, but Miss Davis had also become better dancer than when she was hired. 
Lizzo and Miss Scott were not satisfied with McDavid's answer. He continued to press just as much as she, just as much as she was at the banner bar. Lizzo was relentless until Miss Davis bent her to her demands. Although Lizzo and Miss Scott never explicitly stated it, these questions, accompanied by Lizzo's statements made after South by Southwest Musical Festival, gave Miss Davis an impression that she needed to explain her weight gain and disclose intimate personal details about her life in order to keep her job. I don't get this. This is crazy. <sighs> Miss Davis shared that she had been struggling with anxiety and depression and has been diagnosed with binge eating disorder. Ms. Davis explained her diagnosis and struggles, but made it clear in spite of her mental health struggles, she still was still committed to the tour and performing to the top of her capabilities. Response Lizzo and Miss Scott dismissively offered Miss Davis time off of rehearsals and attended therapy. This offer seemed strange to Miss Davis and made her feel like she accepted the time off. Lizzo and BGBT would see her as too weak to continue as a member of the dance cast. Accordingly, Miss Davis declined, thinking it was only it was the only way she could keep her job. This meeting took place immediately before a show, and although Miss Davis was hurt and emotionally drained by being forced to tell employees about her personal struggles, she still went out and performed that night. Okay. So what do you think about this? Do you think the fact of the matter is uh, Lizzo is a hypocrite and she basically torpedoed her career or do you think our fans are still going to support her? Well, she is a black woman and you know how society views a lot of our people, especially black women. Um, it's, it's a little different from the man. Um, hard talk in regards to what she has done in regards to pedophile or any other actions. I think she'll suffer some consequence, but it's not going to be of any great consequence because when we hear the term, you know, pedo, the thing mm -hmm. that comes to mind in society is a man pedoing a girl mm -hmm. or a boy. The society is not really known for finding that um, women are engaged in pedo acts. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about this being a pedo act. I mean, the fact that matters, this woman, you know, basically went through all types of embarrassments to keep her job. And Lizzo did things like pressure them to perform, you know, oral sex on strippers. And mm -hmm. you don't know where these strippers have been. So. Yeah, I agree. But, you Not know, it, it surprised me that Lizzo was engaged in that type of perversary worst behavior personally um this is somewhat new I, I can't say i'm like too surprised but to find that she's doing this and then even though audacity talking about you, you must watch your weight and all that stuff and i'm saying wait 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 chick you're you're 300 man you're i don't get that like, what, what are you doing i mean no no i'm not you to be honest with you i thought Really, and I haven't covered this yet, but I'm gonna sit back and see the conscious gonna cover this. That are you trolling us? Isn't all you women know. like 300 plus pounds? Last time I checked, when I see pictures of her dancers, I don't see anybody that's skinny. Am I right. wrong? Can keep up a photo of her, of her dance? Keep up a photo so you can know what we're talking about. Mm, a photo. Up, hold on a minute. I think people don't understand this very importance of this. She's the question. 
she's uh you're, you're 300 some pounds for a woman that's 35 years old and we all know the dangers for any person and we're going to talk about people of color for now i guess for anybody else once you start touching the extra 200 more pound range you are at risk and a lot of health complications one of them is obviously the sugar if you don't got that rate and the other thing you also fall susceptible to strokes and effects Oh, one second. I got a picture of her. Sheesh, man. It's just like she's that's, that's huge. She's huge. Hold on a minute. This, I think it's on TikTok as well, right? A TikTok? You're on TikTok as well? I yeah, pictures of her yeah, on TikTok. TikTok. Hold on a second. Yeah, let me get this picture. No, no, right I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, this broadcast on TikTok. No, I'm, I'm saying the broadcast is on TikTok. Right? Uh, no, we're not on live. We're not live. Okay, so here's a picture of her. Okay. Okay. okay, I mean, okay. these pictures of her. She's she's not someone to be talking. She shouldn't be talking at all. And yeah. I don't know what it is. She just decided to torture these women, and these women just went along with it. My thing is, is like, you, if you got a couple of checks, just leave her. Leave. You're a volunteer. Huh? I can't hear you. What did you say? I look at most of the victims overall as volunteers, personally. Yeah, I could be wrong, but usually you can't. Go I have to look at it that way. Fire you now. You're gonna say I got. No, I'm saying the fact of the matter is, is just you had outs. You had outs. You don't get to tour every month. All right. You could have been like, all right, I quit. Can you fix? There's an echo on your sign. Can you fix the echo there? Yeah, hold on. I, I hear some. No, no, it's good. Uh, I care. I care. Yeah, there's an echo there. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's me? Hold on. Let me see that's me. Hold Hello? Hello? Hello, you there? Yeah, hold on. Let me do this. One second.
All right, let's get on this. On or about April 27th, all the dancers were called into a meeting with Lizzo to discuss the notes on how they had been dancing. Prior to the discussions of the dancers' performances, Lizzo addressed Miss Williams being fired. During the meeting, Lizzo stated she had heard that one of the dancers questioned why Lizzo hadn't fired Miss Williams directly. Lizzo repeatedly demanded to know who questioned her decision to fire Miss Williams and once again reminded the dance cast that she had eyes and ears everywhere. Control freak. Lizzo also stated that her performance, that her preference that the dance cast refrain from socializing with Miss Williams before Miss Williams left New Orleans, where the tour was performing that night. Afterwards, Lizzo finally gave the group performance notes. Miss Davis, who suffers from an eye condition, which Lizzo and BGBT were aware of, sometimes becomes disoriented in stressful situations as a result of the condition. Accordingly, Miss Davis had a habit of making audio recordings of stressful interactions so she can review them later in less stressful environments. As the tour camp had become incredibly tense for Miss Davis, and the original intent of the meetings was for Lizzo to provide performance notes that could be crucial to the dancer's continued employment. Ms. Davis recorded this meeting so she could review it later on. Uh, you have all these conditions. Why do you want to be a dancer again? It's a lot. It is a lot to, you know, see here that, yeah, Lizzo was wrong, but at the same time, there's things coming up like maybe you shouldn't have been there. You have an eye condition. You've got an eating disorder. It seems like, you know, Lizzo became a haven for women who just didn't want to take care of themselves. And she, Lizzo sees empowerment with that. And Lizzo thinks that she can abuse people. That's basically it. She thinks that she can abuse people. She's on a power trip. That's what it's about. I have the power. I feed you guys. You guys can't go anywhere without me. All right. I am in control. That's that's what it comes off. It comes off that I am in control and I am the one who's going to show you what you can and can't do. And you are my slaves. It's basically it. That's what it's coming down to. You guys are her slaves. All right. And if you dare act a fool, I will punish you by taking away your, your money. And this is where for people, because what's going to happen, um, I don't know if you know, but there is another, how do I say this, another pandemic coming. All right. And people who screwed up the first time have to understand that your job cannot be your identity. That's the problem that, you know, I, I'm human. I fall for it too at times. But what we have been through for the last three years, people have to understand that uh, you cannot make your job your life. Your job cannot be your life. That is one thing that you have to understand from the get-go. If you can't understand that, then um, anybody, any boss can rule over you, okay? 
And if you don't learn to fight against that, you're going to be in trouble. Because that's how a lot of people, they folded in these last three years. All right? And people have to really understand that. We're not, it, it's not safe anymore, okay? It's real savage out here. And you have to show your teeth. All right? You have to, because these people, they could just move you any type of way. Okay, just like what's going on with these dancers. Oh, you don't want to go with me to the strip club? You don't want to put your mouth where I tell you to put your mouth? You're going to get fired. And you got to be like, okay, cool. I'll be fired. That's that's what happens to me. That's what happens to me. And you got to live, you got to just move on with that. That's all you could do. All right? Because you can't let these people run you. You can't. I'll just read a little bit more because I don't want to bore you, bore everybody with this. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Ms. Davis admitted that she had recorded the meetings and explained it was because she wanted to have a copy of the notes Lizzo had given them without their about their performances. Ms. Davis also explained that she never intended to harm Lizzo with the recording and had even deleted it the day after recording. Lizzo responded with, there's nothing you can say to make me believe you. Ms. Quigley and Lizzo then took turns berating Ms. Davis after castigating Ms. Davis. Lizzo fired Ms. Davis on the spot. Before Lizzo left, Ms. Rodriguez asked if she could have a word with Lizzo. Ms. Rodriguez explained that she did not appreciate how Lizzo had handled the situation with Ms. Davis, that Mr. Rodriguez felt disrespected and therefore would resign. This resignation drew both Ms. Quigley and Ms. Lizzo here. Ms. Quigley screamed at Ms. Rodriguez and Ms. Davis calling them disrespectful. Then Lizzo aggressively approached Ms. Rodriguez, cracking her knuckles, bawling her fist, and claiming, you're lucky, you're so effing lucky. Oh, threats. Ms. Rodriguez feared that Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the dance other dancers had not intervened. Neither security nor management did anything to de-escalate the situation. As Lizzo left the room, she raised both middle fingers and yelled by calling them a female dog. So everybody there really can't do any better or afraid to do better. They're all her slaves. Because they seen that they'll put up with all her abuse just for a paycheck. Wow. Ms. Rodriguez then returned to her hotel, escorted by three other dancers, as they all feared Lizzo may return, trying to hurt Ms. Rodriguez. Ms. Rodriguez packed her things and prepared to leave. Ms. Davis was forced to stay behind, detained in the room where meeting where meeting had taken place by a member of Lizzo's security detail, referred to as Robo. Molly Gordon, here and after Miss Gordon, the special tours co-manager demanding Miss Davis let Robo rifle through the files on Miss Davis' phone and in her iCloud while Miss Gordon watched, even though Miss Davis had already planned, explained that she had deleted the recordings days earlier. Miss Davis was told that she was not allowed to leave until her phone had been searched. Miss Davis was scared and wanted nothing more than to leave the area and therefore assented to her phone being snatched. A thorough search confirmed Ms. Davis' assertion that she had already deleted the recordings from her phone. After finally being released from her confinement, Ms. Davis hurried to her hotel, 
packed her things, met up with Ms. Rodriguez, and left to the, for the airport. Their flights did not leave for another seven hours, but the two were afraid that Lizzo, Ms. Quigley, or someone at Lizzo's direction might return with the intent to further confront or even hurt them. Um, you could look for the uh, you could look for the um, the information for yourself. I'm gonna just go on from here, and I'm gonna go on to the next story. I'm gonna be talking more about the AI. Some very interesting stuff I found out about this, and um, Hollywood is in trouble, as for many other people. Let's see why. I want to show you the most disturbing AI product I've seen yet. This is advertised as a product for Hollywood to allow for seamless dubbing and uh, for language changes like R to G-rated. We're stuck on this stupid tower in the middle of nowhere. And I don't blame you. And now we're stuck on this stupid. Stuck on this stupid freaking tower in the middle of freaking nowhere. And it's all my fault. How will this not be used for political disinformation to essentially erase objective reality from video? Any politician can be made to say anything you want. Anyone whose face is online can be made to say anything you want. Laws still have not caught up with deep fakes, with revenge things people post online. Not to mention, there is a thing of deep corn. It rhymes with corn. I think you guys could get my drift. Where there are people who they will take a picture and take your face and put it on a, a corn actress, okay? Many women have been victims of this. And it's not, I mean, there are laws catching up to it now, but it's not as much as effective as it could be, okay? But like what she's saying, this could be dangerous. All right. Like I said, I just mentioned about deep fake corn and how, let's say, um, a woman breaks up with a man. That man gets vindictive, takes pics off her Facebook or Instagram and puts her face on uh, an actress from the hub. And, you know, the rest is history. Let's keep going. And... and this is where the technology is. It's disturbing and insane to me. Obviously as a writer, I have no love lost for AI, but this video shows this is not just about writer's jobs, artist's jobs, actor's jobs, etc. How could you actually believe anything you ever saw on video or the words coming out of anyone's mouth on video? I'm asking this on a video medium for a reason. Here we are on TikTok, millions of people use it. Here we are on Instagram, millions of people use it. People's faces are out there. And just as a side note, the way they digitally silenced that actress, oh my gosh, I mean. Hey, I mean, it just sets it up for like people to try to frame somebody, man. All right.
Hey. Never say never. It's a possibility out there. All right. Okay. Hollywood executives admit AI will replace disposable woke actors. Studio executives have admitted that artificial intelligence will soon put annoying woke A-list actors out of a job as technology will replace their jobs entirely. AI has become a hot topic as the Writers Guild of America, WGA, and the Screen Actors Guild, Amer um, American Edition of Television and Radio Artists, SAG-AFTRA, enter into the labor negotiations with studios with the WGA asking studios to promise to not use to not using AI for generation scripts or training large language models such as chat GPT to produce variations of their work. I'm sorry, but uh, when you're doing negotiations, you can't be depending on a promise. You have to have things in writing. Okay. Cause that makes you look weak. Oh, yeah, can you just promise you got a pinky swear that you won't use AI to generate scripts? Chat GPT is being used to make term papers in college, okay, to write book reports. People are cheating with Chat GPT. Okay, this sounds really lame and weak. They wouldn't even discuss it with us, and that made us worried commented L.A. comedian Adam Canover in a statement at, to Bloomberg. It made me say, oh, these people are actually planning to use it to try to undermine us. You think? Creatives in the industry already say that there aren't banking enough from streaming services and that technology companies exploit their labor. Now they fear AI will eliminate jobs entirely, replacing their voices and faces with computer-generated editions. AI is already being used to create marketing materials, limiting swear words, and reduce the cost of visual effects. Okay, but, okay, you could limit the swear words, but it's still an R-rated movie, because you're going to see stuff in an R-rated movie, like nudity and all types of um, stuff that is not suitable for kids, but we're in this woke agenda, so they don't even care about the innocence of children. Summit News reports studios, meanwhile, have been hesitant to commit to rules governing the technology. Meanwhile, the potential for AI to replace human actors with CGI renditions have also become a major point of contention in most significant labor disputes in 60 years, as both actors and writers strike at the same time, shutting down several TV and film productions. Studio executives have dismissed the threat of AI as overstated. However, they do acknowledge that it does offer cost savings amid declining revenue streams and efforts to cut costs. The technology can save costs in post-production, while companies such as Flawless AI are offering AI-based solutions for enhancing actor performances or dubbing dialogue in any language, like you saw on that video. Human performance will persist, but how we make content will change drastically, said Tom Graham, a co-founder of AI Deepfake Pro's Metaphysics. Almost every major studio already uses AI in some capacity, even if it's not talked about. Many work with a company near the beach, Santa Monica, called Flawless, which offers a suit of post-production tools that save time and money. Deep Editor, for example, lets filmmakers move an actor's performance from one shot to another. If you have Margaret Robbie talking behind a desk, say you can decide to show her from a different angle without needing more takes. 
AI reshoots let filmmakers replace dialogue as long as they have audio of the actor speaking the words. TrueSync allows for dubbing in any language. Filmmakers can adjust the movement of an actor's mouth to make it look as if they're speaking the foreign words accurately, according to Bloomberg. So with the industry shifting towards the use of AI, creatives are demanding guarantees on consent, control, and compensation when it's employed. Are you serious? Again, where is the contract being drawn up? Where are your lawyers? Another issue AI arises <clears throat> raises is that of copyrights and infringement. Both deep fake technology and generative AI script writing raise concerns over the unauthorized use of actors' likenesses and intellectual property. Currently, Getty Images is suing Stability AI for allegedly using copyright works without permission. According to Hillary Klein, chief legal officer at Hollywood Talent Agency, CAA, people have rights to control the publicity of their name, image, and likeness, but the speed of technology is undermining our ability to effectively enforce those rights. I don't know, man. It doesn't look like it's going to look good for uh, Hollywood. People are going to have to go back to the theater or they're going to have to get regular jobs. That's what they're going to have to do. So that out of the way, let's turn to talking about Umar Johnson. Yep. The great sellout. That's what I have to say. The great sellout. That's how I see him. Because that is one dude that is just will bend over backwards for women, not not even trying to uh, say have the guts or the gall to just tell a woman, you know what? Your behavior sucks. All right? And it's keeping you single. But let's see what Tasha K has to say about that. has been calling for Sukiyana's presence for a while. You know, Dr. Umar's been doing a lot of talking, but I ain't seen him, No, like nobody. I haven't seen not one woman, like even Farrakhan, shit got his wives. And lately, he's just been exuberating the spirit of lust, and I believe he gonna get caught up in some shit. And before he get caught up in some shit, he kinda... It, it... I mean, that's the thing. You're trying to be someone running a public school for kids. You have to keep a certain image. And being with hanging around somebody that's an OnlyFans model, hmm, and does twerking and is known to do disgusting crap online is not a good look if you're trying to mentor children, black children, who live, not all of them, but a good chunk living in at-risk home environments. You can't be a leader to these kids if you are hanging out with, again, questionable women. She's an only, she's an OnlyFans model. What are you doing? Again, this is a man who was caught with strippers. This is a man who was caught at a casino on an Instagram Live 
begging people for donations for his school while he's hitting the slot machines. And black people, not all of them, can't see this guy as a bad bet. This is not somebody you should invest your money in at all. All right. This is something that you can't you can't invest. There are people who are credible, like King Randall. Again, he has a school for black boys. He's doing things for those kids. All right. He got that school running in what six to nine months? How long has it taken for uh Umar Johnson? Almost 20 years. 10 years or 20. All right. Not to mention this guy is the same dude who says, you know, I want you to drop your black kids off to the school and leave them here for me to train them. Because I'll give them back to you, they'll get the program. That's a red flag. Okay. Plus, he doesn't want his school to be accredited. To be looked upon by the school board in this country. I don't trust these pro-blacks that just want to have these commune type of schools or commune type of communities. Because we all know what happens. You could all look at the Father Divine. You could look at um, Dr. Malachi Z. York and you could see the hellhole that his compound was when he had this all-black compound. When he come, These pro-blacks, most of them are crazy. Okay, Most of them are crazy. Most of them are perverts. Look at Brother Polite. Look at African Bombada, who has a scrapbook of being a, how do I put this, being, being a uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He's the hip-hop version of a Jeffrey Epstein with black skin. All right? Whenever I hear pro-black talking, it's like, uh, what? who is he? What has he done? Does he have a record? Um, has he, who is he about? Does he have a criminal record? I couldn't trust none of these pro-blacks because most of them are scum. Let's keep going. You know, subliminally telling us what type of shit he like. So they finally meet up after me and Sukiyana have a heart-to-heart. -heart. I had a heart conversation. She didn't take it like that. But she didn't want to take it from me. He's like, this will just use up. Now, she looks bad in this photo. Now, everybody's like, they, they commend her for covering up and showing up respectable. But, you know, she still had a... It's the same woman that was in London. London or England talking about she wants her kitty stretched what type of example is that for black women young girls and once again dr umar is trying to run a school what is a person that's supposed to be trying to be a mentor to kids doing with an only fans model on a body dress and dr umar at the end of the day is still a nigga he's an unmarried nigga after he met with sukiyana he decided to do a PSA about the Sukihana situation one time. I don't condone my sister's content. I don't support my sister's content. I will not make excuses for my sister's content. I'm simply saying that if the queen is interested. You caught. Wait a minute. So you telling me a person who uses her body like everybody's toothbrush, a community toothbrush, is not a queen. This is the crap that irks me.
with the urban black community that you want to call everybody kings and queens and they don't deserve it. You call people calling brother polite a king. What did you know what he did to his girlfriend's 14 year old daughter? Hmm? They will call R. Kelly a king. Excuse me? You call Sukiana a queen. What? Queen of what? What is she queen of? It's not something to be proud of, I'll tell you that. In making a transformation in her agenda, I am willing to... What agenda? What change? What change did she make? I want to know. Chump change? What change? Change in her pockets? What change? Let's see the other side. Uh, it's just, he looks like a joke, man. Would you want your kids going to his school? What I bet you you would have Sukiana, you know, being a uh, assistant, you know, assistant teacher, you know, substitute teacher. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Just just corrupt the youth, corrupt the young black boys. Have the young girls get the young the young black black girls get the wrong impression of how a woman is supposed to dress. I see Dr. Umar doing that nonsense and defending her. I see him doing that nonsense, man. Oh, we got to be there for her. We have to, you know, no, man, no. wrongdoing in the black community i think he's speaking so hard because he don't even believe the shit that he's saying right now because my thing is a mistake i want you to understand understand overstand and understand me right now when i say that a mistake is something you do one time <laughs> maybe two times <laughs> but bitch our only fans is still growing and that's the thing. She's she's not gonna. You want to put her to the test? He don't have the balls to do it because these women pay him money. I bet you Sukiana paid him. I bet you she paid him. You know what? He don't have the balls to say Sukiana. I love you as a as a uh, as a sister, but you got to stop doing OnlyFans. He won't say that. He won't say that because that's when the real Sukiana gonna come out and curse him out. Call him a misogynist. Call him an oppressor of black women. <laughs> You're an incel. <laughs> You're part of the rainbow gang. Stop hurting black women. He don't have the courage to do that because he gets money from these people. The delusional. The underclassed. The ones that really don't want to work to get a good reputation. The ones that really don't want to change their ways. There are a lot of black women that just want black men to be bullet shields, that just want black men to be disposable superheroes, B 
be that Tyrone. Let me act a fool, but be that Tyrone when I'm in trouble. How many of you remember Tyrone Muhammad when black women were acting the fool in an Asian salon, right? You still go into the Asian salon, okay? They're still mistreating you. Sometimes you deserve to get hurt because you're doing things in that salon numerous things like not paying the, the the paying for their services stealing all types of things that those asian clerks have a right to um manhandle you to get their property back all right but anyway continuing with the story these black women were having a problem with this with these asian salon business owners and Ma tyrone muhammad came by they called him he you know, stands up, he gets arrested for standing up for these black women. And guess what? The black women still came back to that same Asian salon the same day. A lot of these black women, not all, the urban ones, they want a disposable superhero. That's it. Be a Tyrone. That's what they want. And that's what Dr. Umar is to Sukiana, a Tyrone. And you have a lot of these women in the poor urban black communities. All right. And then they get mad when they're stereotyped by other ethnic groups when they looked upon as easy, when they looked upon as, a, a, you know, just a, a nice, good time, a fun girl, but not a serious girl. Hmm? You help white supremacy when you support clowns like Umar Johnson. You help white supremacy when you support people like Sukiana because she, pro she provides that stereotype that many other people of, of different ethnic groups see black people as disgusting, lazy, sex-driven animals. It's what it is. Truth hurts. I'm black and I'm saying this, but when I say this, oh, you hate black women. Oh, you're an agent. Oh, you are raccoon. Oh, can't stand these guys like you. You're an agent. Somebody paid you. Anyway, so let's get into this uh, part about the uh, the bugs, the bugs, man. Crazy stuff. This is wild, though. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, this is Nicole Kidman, y'all. <clears throat> Micro livestock, corn worms, they're still alive. Mm. Buiten deze heerlijke plantaardige gerechten heb ik namelijk ook een zakje met meelwormen. She's eating that crap. She wants you to eat that. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard it. Here we go. Here they are. Everyone gets a mealworm to eat. Here you go. Three, two, one, eat. And there's a Dutch politician right there. Let's eat them. What do you think?
This is coming to the black community near you in the future. It is coming. All right. So none of this crap like, oh, you know, this is conspiracy theory. No, this is coming to the black community. This is what's going to happen. Think about them. Hell. And as you have there, this is a powder derived from the mealworm, and it's a insect protein just been approved by the EU for human consumption. You're not just getting me to eat dirt, are you? This is a fundamental lack of understanding of children. But I think also, well, they may be. And then also like the indoctrination of this, though, like let's get them started early and normalizing this in schools. Let's indoctrinate these children so that they are ready then in, to go forward eating bugs on a regular basis. Yeah. Start with crickets. Yeah. Crickets in a beer. <laughs> and then you kind of, you know, move up to tarantulas. <laughs> um, here's a scientist talking about the problem with chitin. Listen. It's been shown contain a substance called chitin. There's a meme going around. You sort of see this stuff and you think, oh, is this fear mongering? Is this true? But I've looked into it and it's actually true, folks. There's a lot of evidence that insects contain chitons. Chitons are very, very bad for humans. Chitons cause all sorts of problems, asthma, respiratory problems, all, all the things we're seeing from the jab. All right. So this is what it is, man. This is what's going on. This is a uh, yo. This is coming to the black community, man. People think it's funny. They're getting actors to do this stuff. All right, that's all I got. Let me know what you think in the comments section. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Later. Also on Anchor, Rumble, Facebook. Okay. Later.